0: Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading Hosea chapter 6 from the World English Bible. Come, let's return to Yahweh, for He has torn us to pieces and He will heal us. He has injured us and He will bind up our wounds. After two days He will revive us. On the third day He will raise us up and we will live before Him. Let's acknowledge Yahweh. Let's press on to know Yahweh. As surely as the sun rises, Yahweh will appear. He will come to us like the rain, like the spring rain that waters the earth. Ephraim, what shall I do to you? Judah, what shall I do to you? For your love is like a morning cloud and like the dew that disappears early. Therefore I have cut them to pieces with the prophets. I killed them with the words of my mouth. Your judgments are like a flash of lightning. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. But they, like Adam, have broken the covenant. They were unfaithful to me there. Gilead is a city of those who work iniquity. It is stained with blood. As gangs of robbers wait to ambush a man, so the company of priests murder on the path toward Shechem, committing shameful crimes. In the house of Israel I have seen a horrible thing. There is prostitution in Ephraim. Israel is defiled. Also, Judah, there is a harvest appointed for you when I restore the fortunes of my people. That is the end of chapter 6. The offer of restoration is constantly presented to them. They are constantly invited to come back to Yahweh. Yahweh has inflicted things on them in chastisement and punishment, judgment, but he would heal them if they would return. Of course, the on the third day he will raise us up in verse 2 is striking. In fact, Paul says something similar in Colossians 3.1, where he says, If then you were raised together with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated on the right hand of God. There are also similar references to being raised with Christ in Romans 6, 4-5, and 11. Ephesians 2, 5-6 John 5.24 and John 14.19. These all speak of us passing from death to life through Jesus Christ. If they would seek him, he is faithful to appear and refresh like spring rain, as it says in verse 2, but contrast this with their love which evaporates quickly, easily, and early, so they are judged. The moments that the nation did have of returning to God under good kings were brief and infrequent. The last sentence of verse 5, which is, your judgments are like a flash of lightning in the World English Bible, seems like it might be a comment by Hosea. The King James Version phrases it as, thy judgments are as light that goes forth though a couple of other versions, such as the Christian Standard Bible and Young's literal translation, make it a statement from Yahweh, indicating the correlation again between light and truth in judgment. Jesus himself quotes Hosea 6.6 in Matthew 9.13 and Matthew 12.7, The concept is also declared in 1 Samuel 15.22, where Samuel is exposing the nature of Saul's disobedience, a disobedience that was dressed up like religious piety. Proverbs 21.3 explains this, to do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. And in Isaiah 1.11, God points out that their sacrifices have no purpose because they are filthy with their evil intent and practices. In Amos 5.21, God says he hates their sacrifices because, as a people, they are evil and oppressive. In verse 7 here in Hosea chapter 6, he compares them to Adam, who ushered in all sin into the world. With this comparison, they cannot mistake the seriousness of the situation. And as verse 8 says, their wickedness results in bloodshed, death. It does not sound like it was a safe place to live, with gangs waiting to ambush people. The particular description is of priests who have some sort of facade of religiousness, but they are also murderers. Matthew Henry points out that Shechem is on the way to Jerusalem. So the implication is that anyone who was coming to legitimately worship Yahweh to bring their tithes and their sacrifices were robbed and murdered. Then the passage, the section, just concludes with a description of horrible prostitution and being defiled. The last verse is a promise of when he restores the fortunes of his people Israel. Interestingly, that includes the idea of a harvest— and Jesus uses this same language, particularly in Matthew thirteen thirty nine, when a harvest is part of the description of the time of judgment, as Jesus says, this is when the tares are separated from the wheat. Now, the King James Version says, return the captives. So this could also refer to the next generation returning from Babylon to rebuild the wall and temple, as we read about in Ezra and Nehemiah could refer to both that and the second coming, as we have learned some of these prophecies have double meanings. Thanks for listening. That's all for today. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.